Today's episode of the Black Flag Podcast is brought to you, as always, by Solero Commerce. You know the name, you know the drill. They've been with us since the very beginning, and they got some great new technology coming through. So if you want a small business that accepts debit or credit cards, you got to check them out. Contact Evan Orvath or get in touch with one of us, and we'll get you a free second opinion on your current merchant service provider. Brad Keselowski is going to be showing the Black Flag. It's the Black Flag Podcast. Every fucking week. Fuck, I hate my fucking job. Race analysis. Yeah, we're only girls pull hair, so. Maggie forgets that if they changed the rules and took the champion's provisional away, he wouldn't have been able to race the last two years, so. Uh... Occasional alcohol consumption. Uh, Jimmy Johnson is on pit road because I think he's the leader. And calling people on their shit. It refrains me from not beating the shit out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. This week's Black Flag Podcast is now in session. Hey, we actually out we beat him so it's all good uh. <laughs> <laughs> so uh no no beer cracking <laughs> today Christ, uh, things filled right to the friggin' brim. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell uh, all right uh boys and girls uh episode 92 i think of the black flag podcast uh oh, coming at you nickels uh as always i'm charlie sanborn at c sanborn iii uh, across from the table for me is Brad Sauce here at BSauce96. Together we are at Black Flag Pod on all things social media. That's a Twitter account. That's uh, Facebook. That's It's all over the place. Uh, Patreon account as well, too. Uh, but today we got a very special guest. I'm excited for this. Don't mind us for being incredibly hungover at the moment. Uh, but to my right is uh, owner uh, of not only Hudson Speedway, but what else do you have? Claremont? Claremont Motorsports and Park. Anything else? That's it so That's far. Uh, but give it time. There, there might be more. Basowski <laughs> uh, Properties, but uh, Ben Basowski, what's up, dude? What's going on, man? Not too much. Uh, wel- welcome. Uh, I'm glad glad you made the trip. Uh, uh, <laughs> Are you gonna make it? <laughs> I don't think so. So I, think, I look like I just listened to a fucking super hit the chip over here. <laughs> so I'm absolutely soaked. My Dasani just spilled everywhere. Yeah, Dasani's so gross. I'm struggle bus uh, right now. Yeah. So uh, we are. Only a, a few hours removed from the Mike Tyson fight from last night, uh, where we got aggressive, buckled, like aggressive. Like I, I think we ended the night uh, with me, like I, I, my leg is fucked, like uh, big old gashes in it. Uh, we ended the night singing Christ, on a picnic table. Um, I don't know. I was. I remember being on a picnic table and I saw a picture of Charles on the social media. And I don't remember him falling down. Yeah, ever. I did a wicked. Fall and I was out, there, yeah. and there was only like four of us there, <laughs> and somehow I missed whatever he did. Would you guys do like backyard wrestling at the same time or I, some shit? I, probably. Well, I, <laughs> at some point in the night, yes. I, I had spotted a basketball, uh, which Brad had taken off the top shelf, and from there I went to uh, me five eight. I went to dunk uh, on the non-existent basketball hoop. Uh, that was the garage door, <laughs> and uh, I hit it really hard. The like, garage door? Oh yeah! Like I'm surprised I didn't go through the door. <laughs> and I hit the one of the like hinge things, and it fucked my leg up bad. Like I've got some pretty good gouges in it good right now. You. Like blood all over my leg. It was a mess. Yeah. I'm so jealous. I want to party with you guys, but yeah, you know, you're allowed. Yeah, you're, you're, I, I wish, but <laughs> hell, every time I, you know. I, I'm 33 and I feel like I'm 95. <laughs> and I wait, I go home. And I'm like, oh, you know, I'm gonna go have have a, a good time with my buddies. And then, literally five minutes, I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm just gonna go to bed. And I look at the clock. It's seven o'clock. I'm like, fuck my life. Well, it doesn't help that it gets dark at fucking 2:30 now. Respect that move. Yeah. <laughs> I might start doing that. I'm gonna try it out. There's no, don't there, get old. It's horrible. There's no way that this year alone we have not removed several years off the end Decades. of our lives. Like 
bad. At least a decade. Well, if yeah. 2020 hasn't, then nothing will. Oh my god, it, it's been it's been a rough one. We're we're close yeah. to the end. Yeah. I'm excited <laughs> for it. Um, oh my god. So so yeah, uh, those that don't know, uh, you know, we we have guests on here pretty you know periodically. You're a friend of the program. Funny to me also that you say uh, you don't like the party all that much because I literally met you in Atlantic City. No, 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 while no, no, getting no, no. I like to party. <laughs> I know I like to party. I, I haven't done it in a while, so like uh, the old part. Actually, you know what popped up on my new newsfeed or on my camera uh-oh. was Atlantic City. <laughs> uh, it was the goth night. Uh, drunk, <laughs> drunken grown up shirt. <laughs> grown up <laughs> yeah. shirt. That so, was awesome. So I, I own a, a T-shirt that it looks like the Dunkin' Donuts logo, but instead it says drunken grown ups. And I had I had a big old bushy beard too. I think right. It was pretty uh, yeah, pretty did. full, pretty luscious, if you will. And this is the night that uh, Bobby's talked about it before. It it was a uh, a band called or band right uh, called Emo Night Brooklyn, which we're you know Bobby's joking around. You know we're all kind of joking around like I bet it's some fucking loser just sitting up there with a laptop <laughs> playing all the shit that we listened to in middle school and high school. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. But it was epic. And it, it was, was awesome. Phenomenal. Like we all knew every word to every song. I'm like, this is this is also very briefly after I ordered a uh, uh, vodka Red Bull and Lady said, All right, that'll be like eighteen fifty. <laughs> oh, I was yeah. like, Excuse me. <laughs> um so we're we're right fucking twisted. And uh the <laughs> so somebody cat the the emo night Brooklyn fella took a took a picture of the dance floor and I'm there fucking ready to go with the drink in my hand and Ben's just in the left of the, the, or to the left of me on the picture. Just like, what are you fucking doing? <laughs> like, like, yeah, that was a, seems pretty par for the course. That yeah, was, we, that was we ripped night. it up pretty hard at Atlantic city. Many, not but, once, like many a time. Well, I've been th- three times and it's been a time every time. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, th- that's what kind of when we all, or me anyway, uh, met like you and Russ Wood and Steve, uh, Dickey Steve and, all them. and all them. Yeah. It's, it's been, kind of wild the the amount of uh the people that we've all kind of oh just, yeah just inherited by doing things <laughs> uh uh but yeah again you know we're we've met you've you've parted a little bit bradley oh yeah once or twice yeah. <laughs> if, if not for the alcohol consumption the lack of sleep this year for sure is gonna we're we're gonna have like, oh, diseases God. that we shouldn't have yeah, later we, in life. We're creating new cancers uh, as we speak. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We <laughs> like Atlantic City this year, and Charlie and I thought it was a fantastic idea to throw money down on a tennis player we've never seen before because she was hot, and it was like five thirty in the morning. She did win. I, I, rather I than, don't see any problem with that. No, rather okay. I mean, rather than go to sleep, everyone else went to bed at like three. Charlie and I are like, let's just go sit in the sports book, which in Atlantic City they they have a sports book. I don't know if that, that was new this year. Yeah, it was. But it was they had like lounge chairs that is it was you know comfier than your normal recliner uh, than like a bed yeah, yeah. and the sports like there's like a little bar behind you that or like a i mean i guess you basically just go up, place a bet and it, you can bet on anything they yeah. have probably and like there was 17 like a zillion screens. tvs yeah yeah and you could get beer right to your right and then just come back and sit down and it was 5 30 in the morning and charlie and i are like i think that girl's gonna win <laughs> really like would she look good no well yeah she's hot yeah, yeah. yeah. Smoke oh okay <laughs> so i went and put 20 dollars on it and i think she lost so no, she won <laughs> oh really yeah she won oh good yeah because I, I remember, I remember that remember we had gotten so tired that uh we we left there like oh, halfway yeah. through and we go back up to the room and we ended up in dan collins's room uh <laughs> We come through the door, causing <laughs> a scene, <laughs> and and Dan, who is a, a pretty well known for uh, liking to do party 
things. Yeah. Uh, was dead to the world. And I thought he was going to fucking shoot me because he thought I was breaking into the room. He very quickly got as invested as we were into the tennis match because it came up on the TV now in our room, and we were so pumped. Yeah, still follow her on Instagram to this day. Sophia Kennan. Yeah. Oh, worth your time. For sure. Uh, So... Yeah, kind of, kind of dived into it a little bit. We we we've had a, a a party scene or two, but for those that don't know, we've got listeners all over the place. Who who is Ben Bisowski? What is Ben Bisowski's mission? A guy try, just faking it till he makes it. That's pretty much it. <laughs> oh, it makes three of us. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, for sure. Um, uh, no, I mean, like I said, I I, I kind of you know my family's in real estate. I got into that. It's boring as hell. I'll admit it. Um. And, but, you know, I was somewhat decent at it, so I, I was doing good. And then uh, one day, uh, Hudson Speedway was just kind of, you know, sitting there, and I asked old Bob Weber, I go, hey, Bob, you want to sign me the track? And I've asked him before, but he's like, nah, nah, I'll keep it. Don't worry about it. I'm going to keep it. I'm like, all right, well, okay, whatever. You know, it's his track. So one day out of the blue, I'm like, you know, I'm going to call him again. I'm, I'm just going to try it. So I call him, and I, hey, I go, hey, Bob, you want to sign me the track? Well, what are you going to do with it? What do you think I'm going to do with it, Bob? I'm going to keep it a racetrack. All right, well, come over to my house and talk about it. And I'm sitting there like, holy crap. He's actually going to listen to me this time. Oh, oh this is happening. Yeah, this, oh, yeah, this is this definitely happened. I, I had a major erection that time. So Right like this. <laughs> so, you know, you know, next thing I know, I wind up owning Hudson Speedway. And now I'm like, all right, cool. Now I'm a track promoter. And I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> But you had a you had a history with the track before though, right? You, like you had gone yeah. there as a as a kid and you know watched watched racing and all that, right? Did, oh yeah, you, my, my dad raced there. He, you know, I'm pretty sure I still see some of the dent marks on the wall from his <laughs> Mustang he had years ago. Um, but he raced there, and then I, you know, I raced there at the Outlaw, and that it, it just I don't know, it just it's that I love that place. Well, I, I was gonna say that's that's kind of a. It's a cool transition to uh, hear about how you like you used to go there. You used to you know drive there. It is one of the places that you grew up at. Like like a Beechridge is for me, or Oxford for other people, or uh, any other track. And then all of a sudden you're on the the back end of things, uh, you know, owning the place. So what are, what are some of the the major differences or things that you unexpected that you've had happen to you since you you've uh, basically your name is on the 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 deed now. <sighs> <laughs> it's weird because you think hey you know what i'm a racer you know i know what the hell i'm doing <laughs> no no totally wrong well, i was gonna say that's probably a disadvantage if anything right? it is it yeah. is well you know it is you get you get a lot of guys that you know that i race against and now you know like you said i'm on the other fence so when something happens they come to me hey ben you know you know, hey, you know, th- th- I didn't mean to do that. I'm like, dude, come on, man. You, you, <laughs> I, I can't play favorites here, yeah. you know. Yeah, don't lie to me. <laughs> you know, you lie to your wife. Don't, don't lie to me. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, you know, it, it's it's weird because there's a lot of there's a lot of give and take. Like, you got to make sure that you know a lot of guys will just kind of beat the crap out of everyone expect oh hey you know what he's a racer he knows what he's times like no dude come on i i gotta it, it's it's hard to explain but it's just from the other end it's totally backwards than from what you think it would be from a racer standpoint because yeah well i i think that that's that has to be the hardest part is you have to remove yourself from that that mindset or whatever because as a as a driver team owner 
guy working on a car, literally your job is to exploit the racetrack. Mm-hmm. That's that's why you are there. You yes. are trying to take oh, advantage of whatever the track is. Hundred percent correct. You're trying to take advantage of other people because you're there to win. Mm-hmm. That's literally that's why you were there, and it's the track's job to make sure that you don't get away with too much. Exactly. So now you've gone from full hundred percent. I I'm, I want to win. I want to win. I want to win. To okay. Now I need to make money. Oh yeah. Which is it's not going to happen if you let everybody just walk all over you like your job was before, correct? Oh, you hit the nail on the head. That, that, <laughs> so I woke up at like 5 this morning when you guys were probably still partying, so... Pretty close. Yeah, <laughs> I was on the way home. Pretty close. Uh, okay. yeah. All right. <laughs> but yeah, no, it, it's... I love it, though, because I'm learning something new every day. Like, you know, I used to micromanage a lot, <clears throat> and... A lot of people be pissed off at me, like, well, if you want, well, well, if you want to do it, you do it. It's like, well, no, I gotta run around and do some other shit. Just do your goddamn job and be fine. Well, I, I was that was one of the things that I was gonna say is that you were um, gracious enough to to be put us on your your media list there, and every time we have gone there, you are all out on a golf cart somewhere on some mission to take care of something. Yes, um, and I had honestly never been to Hudson before last year. I just honestly never really had heard of it. That if, makes if, two of us. If we're going to be a 1,000% honest here. Um, but it, it's it's so hard to describe to someone who's never been there before because it's not like any other no. place I've really been to. It's, no. It's literally cut down into like a bowl, mm-hmm. and you're looking down on the racetrack from no matter where you sit. And I had never really seen it before. You know, you, you owned it. But every time I've gone there now – something new or something is improved or something looks better, sounds better, uh, runs better, whatever it may be, which is something that I, I don't typically see at racetracks. Is, you can thank uh, my ADD for that. Well, <laughs> look, I, I just appreciate the fact that you you want to improve it. There's Never. a lot of these places that are just stagnant or yeah. stale and haven't done anything, but you're like, I, no, I want this to succeed. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what, too, is that I, I'm, I'm a very – I'm a pain in the ass. I'll admit it. And when I find some way, like, I'm looking at some of the track, and I go, mm, you know what, that, that just doesn't seem right to me. I don't like that. I don't like it. And it just, it like, it burrows in my head, and I'm just getting, and it gets gets me angry. I'm like, I want to, <laughs> I, I need to fix that. And, and it pisses my girlfriend off because, she, like, I live like a, like a half hour or 45 minutes away from the track. I'll literally get home and go, shit, I forgot to do something, turn around and go back. And she's like, what the hell are you doing? I'm like, she's like, no, that's cool. I didn't want to see you. (laughs) I'm like, well, I gotta go back to the truck. And she goes, I have your dinner made. Turn around, you (laughs) dumbass. I'm like, okay, fine, fine. I'll turn around. Then it like burrows my head. Like tomorrow, I'm going to definitely fix that tomorrow. So is it, has this been like a all day, every day type of situation for you? Or have you had to put other things on the back burner because of the racetrack? Um, Pretty much, yeah. I mean, <laughs> since, since I got the racetrack, like, my regular business is like, yeah, hey, whatever. You know what? I, I don't really care. I, I, got, I got my racetrack, and then it's like, ooh, wait a minute. You know, half my tenants aren't paying me rent, so I'm going to chase them down. That's got to be a pain in the ass. It is. It is. But you know what, though? It keeps me on my toes. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes, like, how I've noticed is that, like, in the fall, um, pretty much I try and get as much stuff as I can done before the frost hits. Yep. Cause a lot of times I'm, I'm digging into the ground, I'm putting a foundation or something. So in the, in the, you know, in the winter, like when there's all snow and shit, I, I don't really, I, I just focus on my regular job. And then usually right. Right when spring hits, I'm like, all right, back, you know, back to going on the track. Right. So, um, so, so that being said, you, you, you've done a ton of work to the racetrack. Uh, you put a backstretch wall in. 
Yeah. Right. So I, I've again, I've never seen it without one. But going there, not having a wall there doesn't make sense to me. There was a wall. <laughs> there was, but it was made out of tires. And right, so there wasn't a wall. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, when the when a car would hit the tire wall, it would suck you in and roll the car over. I first year I owned it, two cars rolled over. I go, that's it. I am, done. and I raced there for many years. I never saw a car roll over. And then as soon as I own it, it's like, hey, the racing guy's like, hey, guess what, buddy? We're gonna have a couple rollovers <laughs> on your track. Gonna, like, gonna give you a liability. Too. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that 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 couldn't have been an easy task, correct? And again, for those that have never been there, this place is literally cut into like a hill, mm-hmm. and you're looking down on the racetrack. But and there's if a you, pond on the other side. If you miss turn two, you're going down Duke, the fucking hill. Dukes of Hazards into the <laughs> pond, <laughs> and it, it's not just like a shallow drop off. No. It's like it's like you're going down right now. Oh yeah, and, and you're you're going fishing for race cars afterwards. Oh yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Well, the uh, like I said, the first year I owned it, I, f- I forgot whose pro stock it was. They literally went off at turn three. Well, at least it was a cheap one. Yeah, oh, a, che- yeah, a cheap yeah. race car. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah cheap race car. Buy one, get three free. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't Jimmy Renfrew do that at some point? Like, I thought he went, oh, yeah. like, like... Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, trust thing. me. There's a couple of pictures of him buried in the wall. <laughs> Jeez. But there was one car, he literally went off at turn three, and his car broke in half. Like, the, like there was a big chunk of the nose, Excuse like, me? the frame and everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> big chunk of the frame came off. And Steve Dickey was walking up with this frame, and the guy's like, oh, yeah, hey, don't worry, throw in the back of the truck. And she's like... Dude, this is like <laughs> really. This is, this is the car. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, okay. So, but no, the the wall actually wasn't that bad. Of it wasn't that bad. No. No, because we are not. Um, we didn't pour a wall or anything. We bought the uh, the like mafia blocks. Yep. Kind of. <laughs> hey, yep. that, that's what we call them. Yeah. Um, but you you buy a you buy a certain amount. The the, the price drops dramatically. Like yep. I think I paid like thirty bucks a block. Oh no shit. And I I have like I probably have close to three hundred of them. Yeah. But. You know, if you're only going to buy five or six now, you know, it's like a hundred and something a block. So, but that my dad's retired. So it's free slave labor. It's great. (laughs) So I just pretty much, he, he's like, I'm going to do the wall. Okay, dad, you, you go for it. So yeah, exactly. Uh, So uh, in addition to that, also, you've got new grandstands cut into the hill. You've Mm -hmm. got, um, uh, the, the bar potentially right yeah uh, not, that's all that's all set uh right now i'm putting up the fences and i am having uh the container built out of it because i'm doing it out of a storage container so that's going to be a neat little deal there's a there's like a whole separate grandstand in turn uh four uh it's it's its own little world honestly it's kind of where brad and i have set up camp every time we've gone there um and then uh you know the pit area seems to improve every time i'm there too it looks like the, the there's more room somehow every time I go. I don't know how, but um, there's just... I don't know how either. Yeah, it just magically happens. I don't know. There's like... I don't know. The the way... It, it just seems... For how fucked up of a layout that that place is, it oh, seems yeah. to run pretty smooth, um, which is... It, it seems like you're doing something right, obviously. Like I said, I just fake it till I make it, so... Yeah. <laughs> I'll never forget the first time that we showed up there because we were going with Dan Collins and, you know, we keep... I'm, I'm excited. I like I love going to new racetracks. Never been there before. And we're just like going... You know, we, we pass like a gas station on our right. We're going like down this road, like through like this community, you know, and then all of a sudden it's like, boom, racetrack. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, there's literally a house across the street. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Duplex. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure um, they love that. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're actually not bad. They're not bad. No. Uh, so do you have any other plans for the track? What, what's what's next? What's the um, what's the one two year plan? for the So racetrack? I actually I bought 
nine acres across the street and uh i'm gonna put a parking well probably a field yep. there to uh for parking because that's the that's the biggest issue now is that we you've been there for the run with your brung show yep. there's literally no parking oh, yeah. there's i mean people you, are parked out on the street oh yeah they, i mean all. they're parked miles down the road yep. and the the town really didn't like that, that no, much. They <laughs> so uh yeah i got the uh, i got some land across the street i'm um i'm waiting to do that it's just i know that's just gonna be a an ass ache and a half but yeah. at, at least i got it that's just another thing um i'm pretty much doing a couple of like other small things like uh i'm adding a second story to the tire shed i gotta uh, add on to the tower because we've outgrown the tower already and then obviously the beer garden but yeah. you know just no i know I, I see those are small things but oh, compared yeah. to those what, are all big projects yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. well compared to what the pits were and and the grandstands which the grandstands oh my god i i thought they were just gonna bear me on turn four because i was so stressed out half the time <laughs> but well, uh, they're actually old stands from um Loudon. Loudon, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So so the decking is from New York, some racetrack down in New York. And then the seats were from Loudon, and then the aluminum frames I bought, a brand new aluminum. Yep. So, but And then the uh, the stands that are off of turn four actually came from Gill Stadium in Manchester. They donate them to us, oh, sure. which I'm <laughs> – thank you because, yep. man, I didn't have any bleaches. And right. they're like, oh, yeah, here, you can have these two $40,000 set of bleaches. I'm like, Sold. thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Can't so free. so again, kind of touched on it before too. Not only do you have Hudson, but you have a hand in Claremont too, correct? So yeah. how do, how does that come about? Because that's not close to anything. No, no. <laughs> so I believe not. I never even heard of the track when I I found I heard it was for sale. I go, there's a Claremont, in New Hampshire. <laughs> so um, me and Norm Wren, uh, well, he's a junior, but he's actually senior. Um, he's uh, you know because I, like I said, I, I worked with uh, Little Norm. And we're getting the rules together and stuff. So, you know, me, Jeff Zynema, and Big Norm were like, hey, let's take a ride over to Claremont and take a look at this place. Now, I know Norm raced there years ago, and he loved that track. It's just that – have you ever been there? It's fucked up. It is a weird track. Up. It is really messed up. Yeah, but I, I like it. So we go up there, and we're looking at the place, and I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. This, this kind of reminds me of Hudson because it's built around the same year and everything. Yeah. And it's a great facility. I mean, it's huge. And um, so we get back in the car, and I go, yeah, I wouldn't mind having this place. Norm, go, Norm looks at me and goes, I'll go half with you on. I go, okay, let's <laughs> own another one. <laughs> that, that was easy. Yeah. So, and then uh, it's funny because we couldn't close on that one until he closed on Monadnock. So we were, it was like a waiting game <laughs> of closings. Oh, yeah. So, uh, but no, Claremont, Claremont's, that is a race town. That is like. You know, honestly, like if you go back, like there was a lot of people there when we went. Oh, yeah. Oh, a ton. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing to do. There was there. cars everywhere. There's nothing to do up there. So <laughs> when the track goes on, like everyone goes up there. Yeah. I, I mean, like everyone. Talk about another weird location. Oh, that yeah. place. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. This, that, that was that was a trip. Yeah. <laughs> that was a trip and a half. Uh, so, what are some of the major differences that you've noticed in owning Hudson compared to Claremont? <sighs> Claremont, they're like, like, Hudson's more laid back. Yeah. We're more like, hey, you know, you know, hey, I mean, don't get me wrong. Everyone's there to compete, and everything's there to have, you know, have a good time. Am I, am I putting you to sleep here, Brad? Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I think that I think getting home at five thirty was putting me to sleep. Like, <laughs> I woke up at nine. So. Right, I look over, like, ah, oh, just shut the hell up, man. No, I, I'm about to duct tape my eyes open. Fucking... Well, well, like you said, when when we were getting ready to leave, and then the the 
the Apple Teeny shot yeah. things came out, and we ended the night with like six a piece of those. Yeah, and then stayed another. Charlie had a driver, hours. and so Charlie left, and then I literally stayed there for an extra hour, hour and a half. Yeah, and it sucks just, sobering up, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's the worst. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, so difference between Hudson and uh, Claremont. So Hudson's more laid back. Yep. We're more like, hey, you know, I mean, there's not a lot of egos. I mean, there are, but there's there's not a lot. Um, it's more, you know, friendly atmosphere and all that other stuff. Claremont is more of, the, you know, they are they are serious to win. If they don't get a top three, they get passed. Yep. And you know, there's nothing wrong with that because trust me, I was the same way. And uh, but it, it's pretty much the, like you could tell up there racing has been in their blood for generations. Yeah. And if you know you, you upset the apple cart, you're gonna hear it. Yeah. And those those are some of the most dedicated races I've ever met. What there. do you mean by that? How so? Like they would rather skip their job and work on their race car and then live in their trailer, like their race trailer, <laughs> work on the car and then go race on you know. Friday, where the Hudson guy, he'll he'll still work on us up, but he you know he's got to make sure, hey, you know, I got to make sure my ba- bills are paid yeah. and all that other stuff. Yeah. Um. So that that's another kind of kind of cool deal that I like about Hudson too is that you race on Sundays, mm-hmm. right? Um. So very convenient for us. Yes. Uh, because convenient for everyone. Yeah. Really, really it, anyone. It's almost like a weekly thing that someone's like, oh, let's go to Hudson on Sunday. Yeah. Like, oh, there, yeah. Nothing else going on. So. Oh yeah. Well, it, it, it's good and a bad thing at the same time because sometimes, like when the like you get the big divisions like pro stocks and all that stuff, they're traveling from a lot of places. Right. So when they have to drive back to go to work on Monday, where they're not, they're they literally don't get home till probably like five in the morning. Yeah. And uh, you know, it's just it, it's it's kind of a little bit hard for them. But you know, the, our weekly stuff, the guys love it because honestly, they can go to you know, you go to Manette, they can go to oh Jesus Christ, I'm forgetting these tracks already. Uh, Lee and Claremont on Friday, then you can go to Star and Manadnock on Saturdays, and then go to Hudson on Sundays. Right. So you know, and then, but that, that that's that's part of what I love about you too, though, is that you you want to work with these other places. You oh, want yeah. you want all of these places to succeed, which that's one of the biggest things that I've noticed with any track owner or promoter is that they're trying to like shut every other place down. It's like what? Why would you? Why would you do that? You know, no, that's the like the old mentality yeah. of thinking because they want you know it is is that they want to pretty much hoard all they they want to you know get all the cars to themselves and you know yeah. kind of push them all out. But you know, you're killing the sport doing that. You you are literally killing the sport because you know what, like 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 I was like I was telling like when me and Norm were talking, if you start doing rules that only like okay, well, Hudson Hill has this set of rules and then. Manadnock has this set of rules. Now you're segregating everybody. Yeah. So, which was fine when there was a hundred cars. Exactly. In every yeah. the, the, that's just it. There's not a lot. Of, you know, racing slowly on the decline. But we're trying to turn that around because honestly, if there isn't racing, I'm going to go nuts. Right. Uh, but uh, I think the the toughest part, though, or that one of the things that I have noticed is that you know there's there's been a lot of turnover in terms of. Uh, you know, obviously race cars and stuff mm-hmm. like that. People buy cars all the time, but I, I would say that the people building brand new cars is completely different than what it was 10, 15, 20 years ago. But the same can be said for racetracks. Mm-hmm. When was, what was the last short track that was built recently? White, White Mountain. And that was in 1993. Exactly. I think. Yeah. 93. Which is 27 years ago. I know. I know. Like well, the, there's not, there isn't, talk or buzz about new racetracks popping up here there or everywhere that's just not a thing we well, you know what it honestly is too is that the towns don't i mean 
Hudson's been good to me. They've been, you know, they've been more than willing to work with me. But if if I say, hey, I just bought, you know, fifty some odd acres across one hundred two, I'm going to put another racetrack there. They're going to look at me and go, no, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> but no. But it's also the fact that uh, these places are getting bought up by strip malls mm-hmm. or something else that to just rip them down. Because well, you know what it is. All the you're, gonna, you're not going to make. You're going to make more money doing. Oh yeah. That. And less headache too, right? But uh, you know, it's just, honestly, the the town's infrastructure gets bigger and bigger and bigger, and the tracks just get, you know, they get like you said, they get bought out, and they, or they get pushed out, and then they just kind of, they just shut down, and, and it's a and it's a sad sight. I I, I don't I I watched that um, uh, was it Dale Earnhardt's uh, Lost Speedways, Lost Speedways, yeah. And I was just like, oh god, that it, 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 that just scared me. Jesus, like, man, that, you know, I don't want this to happen to any other track that you know in New England, obviously. Yeah. But it just, it, it's to me, that was just like, man, you know, I, I would have loved to have gone there. Or, you know, I would have loved to have at least you know seen a race there. Right. So, um, so uh, an- another thing that I've noticed too is that uh, you, you got kind of a right hand man, right? Yeah. His his name is Steve. <laughs> we call him Dicky because <laughs> that's his last name. Uh, but he seems to do a lot of stuff in the background, correct? He so, does. Yeah. Uh, he, what, what's your relationship with him? How does that start? How, how does how, how does Ben and Dicky meet? So uh, it was actually we were drunk, um, <laughs> weird, <laughs> on side by sides in the middle of a snowstorm. Okay. <laughs> uh, the pretty much all of the, it was a, I, uh, I forgot what year it was, but it was pretty much like it was a blizzard and it, all the town shut down and I'm out there on my Polaris just beating the snot out with a buddy of mine. And I see this other freaking jackass show up in a uh, can-am and it was steve yeah he goes hey i know you from the track you go yeah i know you too so we wound up just bombing around you know <laughs> hudson litchfield londary and uh we wound up going up to a, a bar that's actually by the track and we wound up just drinking there and having a good time and we you know we had we we hit it off good and then you know then all right hey you know you want to you want to drive oh i got a race car and threw him in it and yeah, the rest is history. <laughs> well, I was going to say, uh, you guys worked together a little bit in terms of your banquet that you just had. Yep. Uh, so you had a regular weekly series banquet. And typically when you go to a banquet, it's it's a, a relatively formal-ish type of situation with big, you know, tall, you know, post trophies and stuff like that. But you, you did something completely different. See, that's the thing. Steve, me and Steve. Steve and I. Steve. Have some respect. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I don't talk too good, okay? <laughs> so, Steve, Steve and I, there you go. There, we like to do things totally like if when we were racing, how would how would we want to have like we like what would we want to see there? So, you know, he came up with the idea of those big clear plexiglass trophies yep. that you'd see like at um, you know the Na- the big NASCAR banquets yep. and stuff. And uh, he has this new machine that's like, uh, I have no idea how he does it, but it, it, it laser cuts it and then does all this other fancy crap. And what's the, what's the name of that? Synergy Sign Works? Yeah, Synergy Sign Works, yeah. yeah. And uh, he made these trophies that I'm, I'm like, son of a bitch, I wish I was racing. Yeah. I want one of yeah, those. They were incredible, honestly. And I, I'd never seen anything like that, which, again, part of what I love about you, you're, you're trying to break the mold. Mm-hmm. You're doing things that are different, which I love. Um, and like you said, th- these are, they're gorgeous. They, they look like 
like like you said, a NASCAR banquet, and this is just a weekly fucking place. All right, they were three feet wide by like two and a half feet tall or three feet tall. Yeah, and it had the picture of the car, and had the picture of the you know what it said it was on the bottom, and the big NASCAR logo and the Advanced Auto Parts logo on it, and uh, you know because. Like I said, I we, you know for the past couple of years we did the big six foot tall three tier trophies and you know, I heard a lot of people say you know what? Yeah, they're cool for like the first week yeah. and then they're just a pain in the ass because yeah. you got to move them around and I'm like so so Steve's like well you know what why don't we do it like you know with the yep. big thing and I'm like all right yeah we'll try it so we did a he did a test one he sent me a picture and I'm like mm, I wish I. <laughs> I why couldn't I just want mine? I, I want I want one now. And he even said the same thing. He goes, "Hey, can, so if I just quit like every race day, can I just race?" Like, no, no, you can't. He he seems pretty critical to the operation. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He's uh, he's he's like he, like like you said, he's my right hand man there. Yep. And uh, it's funny because we've seen him get pissed off, and it's like, oh my god, back up. And it's pretty bad when he has to calm me down on race day sometimes. And he's like, man, just calm down. I go, no, no. Why are you not even doing this anymore? When Steve Dickey is the voice of reason. Th- yes, that's when you know. That's when you know the situation has gone awry. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he, he's, he's great to work with. And like I said, you know, it was me, Norm, him, and a couple other guys. We formed the New Hampshire Short Track Racing Association. And he was a big part of racing, uh, of writing the street stock rules because he raced it for years, and you know, it, and honestly, that division's turning out, you know, to be one of the best divisions of all. Right. So Yeah, there's cars all over the place for that. Oh yeah, yeah. And I, I heard this, uh, there's like close to like 15 more being built. Oh shit. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. Um. So in addition to that too, you've also created a new modified division. Or yeah, you're, you're so, trying to build that. Yeah, up. so we're trying to build that up. That one, that is, that's a little harder because. Um, that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Must be lucky. <laughs> oh, not to me. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we're we're trying to do like a. It's like a cheap form of modified racing, though. There's not well, cheap well, and modifieds don't go together. They're, they're tour type chassis. Yes. So it's similar to what you would see with like MRS or tri-track, uh, tri-track any of that. Yeah. Same chassis, same everything except crate motor. Yeah. And you run a. Um, you can either run a Magnus or I think we just allowed the um, Jericho yep. transmission. Okay. Um, but you know, it's just basically a six hundred four crate motor. You know, you can't touch out, it. Out of the box. Out of the box. Yep. And honestly, I was skeptical on that, but I don't. This year, this year, it just sucked because of COVID and everything. Yeah. Um, I only had maybe eight cars showed up weekly. Yeah. And you know, that's not really a good number for a, a weekly division. But for something that you just kind of pulled out of your ass, yeah, that's not bad. No. Typically, when somebody tries to start a new class, there's like three cars yeah and you're like, yeah, yeah the heck and hippos fucking, stupid yeah. the heck and but, hippos uh, this year <laughs> all three <but>, cars <laughs> and, and, and you know what though they were all really close so even if there weren't a lot of cars there was it was still good racing yeah and honestly I, you know because uh jeff's item was the one that kind of fronts that division and he goes hey don't don't give up on it don't give up on it. I'm like, no jeff i'm not gonna give up on it i i, I see the potential here it's right. just we gotta just we just got to make it a little more, uh, in, in, you know, enticing for people to want to actually get one of these cars and actually race. Yep. I mean, I have two of them, and I don't even race them. Right. <laughs> um, so, uh, in addition to that, too, uh, you, you kind of touched on it before with your NASCAR situation and all that. What's that relationship like with NASCAR? Is that a pain in the ass? Because I, I, I've, heard, I've heard it go both ways. 
I, I've seen tracks succeed with it. I've seen tracks fucking hate it. What is that like? You know, it's a lot of paperwork. That's okay. pretty much what it is. A lot of paperwork. And luckily, my girlfriend is very good with paperwork because she's in the corporate world. Yep. So that's like, oh, that's like nothing to me. So I kind of like pawn it off on her. Yep. Uh, and my secretary at my office, she pretty much has everything down to a science. Like you got to, you know. Yeah, you got you got to get the points done like right away. You got to make sure they're in. You got to make sure everyone has a NASCAR license and all this other stuff. Like I said, it's just a lot of paperwork stuff you got to do. But Na- but NASCAR, the stuff they do for you, actually is a good amount. Like the insurance. So let's just let's just say you know you all go you go out there hot saucing it and bury it right in the wall. Yeah. And you don't have insurance. Strong possibility. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Strong possibility. <laughs> a high likelihood of that happening for sure. And um, let's just say. You'd say you don't have any insurance, or you have insurance, but it's very like very low. Yeah. Uh, whatever your insurance doesn't pick up, NASCAR insurance picks up, and uh, that you know, and I know that doesn't sound like a big thing, but for a racetrack, that's a huge deal. Yep. Um, you know, they usually do the point fund. Yep. For uh, for my regular weekly division guys, like at the end of the year, uh, Whalen does a thing for us with lights and everything. Um, and then usually there's like um. Uh, it's not, it's like end of the year prizes. Like, you know, if, if, you know, whoever has a Holly sticker on their car and they've done X, Y, and Z, uh, you know, they're eligible to win a brand new Holly carburetor, oh, you know, a lot of small stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but you know, and then also they do the plaques and stuff, but I mean, not as good as our plaques. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, they, <laughs> I, I got one from Beechridge a few years ago and it was, it, it was pretty standard. Wah, wah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you have any questions, Bradley? Yeah, what does 2020 have for Hudson Speedway? I saw you guys were on the ACT schedule. Uh, is yeah, yeah, that uh, was uh, 2020, Steve, we, we, 2021. Sorry, yeah, <laughs> I don't even know what fucking decade I'm in right now. To be honest with you, pal. Uh, hey, trust me, I don't think any of we, us do. Are we going to get fucking passed to, to Hudson at some point in the near future, or what? Because we're supposed uh, to. So from what I believe, that Steve Dickey's working on this because he knows everybody. I uh, he's he's like he's like the Hollywood of racing everyone knows him just ask him yeah <laughs> just ask him he's the best um I, he was working with uh pass and i think they were trying to do a double header with act and pass at the same day so i think the act that'd be wild is when pass is coming at the better same get time. fucking rolling on that parking lot oh i know trust <laughs> me i uh, i was kind of hoping he'd put it towards the end of the season so i can know i'd make sure it'd get done but <laughs> that's gonna be a show yeah oh yeah or just like a rent show. a bus or something and be like all right you gotta park at walmart and we're gonna you know bus people to the racetrack back and forth yep. yeah because that there's gonna be a oh don't worry i, I have i have a backup plan if that if that parking lot's not done i don't don't worry yeah just park in the middle park in the infield don't worry about the dent it's yeah. all good just just park in the middle of the road or shutting down this whole road. You can't pass through it for yeah. the entire day because <laughs> pass an ACT or at Hudson Speedway. <laughs> Honestly, I, I do down. not yeah. have a problem with that. No, I mean, that, that makes two of us. Some of the homeowners <laughs> might be a little upset, but nah, they'll be fine. Yeah. Whatever. Quarantine. Well, well, speaking of parking cars in the infield, one of the things that I've noticed that you do every week too, or every week that yes. I have been, yeah. <laughs> uh, I actually have a trophy from it, uh, from one of the weekends that we showed up, but uh, you do like a spectator drag Every week, right? Yeah, yeah. Every single week. Yeah. So it, <laughs> it's funny because, you know, Steve, you know, we, Steve and a couple of guys, so we're going to get rid of them. Like, no, 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 no. You need that there because honestly, let's just say you get someone new yep. and they've never been to a race and they, hey, wait, you know, and then we say, hey, one on one drags, go grab your car and come out on the track. Some kids, oh, yeah, you know, I got some. 
piece of shit car. I don't care if he gets hit, hit or whatever. Yeah. He goes out there and has a good time, and then he goes, oh, wait, wait a minute. You know, I, I wouldn't mind trying to build a car, yeah. find a car. You know, it, It's kind of like luring people in yeah. to get into racing. Even if you get one out of it. Yeah, exactly. Even if you get one. Exactly. Yeah. Because you know, like, we started a ki- we're starting a kids' division next year, too. So yeah. that's pretty much from 8 to 12, and it's all it, – we're, te- we're using it as a driving school. So yeah. we, we're just trying to get – new generation of racers and you know throttle jockeys in because you know you're always going to have a couple of them so right that's neat you you don't you guys like really don't just you you don't become complacent and i like that because you know the spectator drag things is something that you don't see at racetracks weekly not only that but also one of the times we were there this this year um i was just walking through the pits and you're like oh we're gonna have a drift like a, a drift club show up for the intermission and like usually intermissions are just downtime there's 10 minutes of doing nothing you go yeah. to the food line you go take a piss whatever you come back and then you're you know you're filling that with more excitement and shit that like that was wild to me oh yeah well you know i i looked at it like um because the first year of owning that place i learned a lot really quick and trying to absorb all of it was kind of a pain in the ass but hey whatever um i noticed that downtime is when people leave because they you know a lot of people's attention spans very short nowadays because they you know they're on their phone or whatever so you got to keep them entertained right you know like Charlie's falling asleep here to my left no. so. <laughs> I'm just watching now we're, we're both we're both struggling for sure uh, on the struggle bus much yeah. Uh, yeah. I just got nauseous and I'm sitting here like where's the closest area to do a vomit just in case um, but yeah no I, I noticed downtime is like is like the worst enemy for a racetrack so I that's why I just said you know what we got to make sure that we got to make sure everything keeps going like on track and if anything I mean if I gotta go out there and light my head on fire I will just to keep the crowd entertained you know so you know like, like the drift guys that that was a good thing they actually re- they reached out to me they want to show up again next year um, I know like uh, you know a couple of moss truck guys want to do a moss truck show there oh, shit. and um, you know who who knows what what else is going to happen? I mean, I has has that been the hardest part of trying to figure out how to keep people's attention? Oh yeah, is that that is that is that like the key to success? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. You know, honestly, you, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. Uh, you know, some races do get boring after a while because yeah. if it's whatever, but. You know, if you just keep the, you know, keep them entertained on like, hey, you know, like, like have the announcer like John Espinette, I'll say, hey, you know what, just. Say hey, just tell them we're gonna throw away, we're gonna give a free T-shirt out or something, just to kind of keep people on their toes. Yeah. And that's just that's what they seem to like because now they're you know they're more, you know, tempted to looking on their phone going, oh, this is this is a boring race. Let me yeah. just uh, look see what's on Facebook here. Well, the, the more involved you get them, the more mm-hmm. obviously they're gonna be invested in it. Which the there was uh, it was a while back now, probably two three years ago now, but uh, it was actually Dale Earnhardt Jr. was on TV talking about all these people talking about how NASCAR or racing in general is just boring, 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 boring. All these races suck. They're boring. And he even said, he's like, when you do it in succession, as long as a racetrack does per year, every annual season or whatever, and every event, even football, like has every single football game that you've watched been spectacular? No. Has every single hockey game you've watched been spectacular? Not for the most part. No, so so no, uh, baseball. It, it it goes with anything, any any sport really. But the the key to it, I think, is that it's the presentation of it. Mm-hmm. I, I've seen two car races before that have you on the edge of your seat just because of the announcer or uh, 
uh, you know, the track or whatever it is, and everybody's invested in it. I've also seen 30 car races where everybody's fucking falling asleep. Oh, yeah. So it's all in the presentation of it, which I'm so glad that you have recognized that and you're doing everything in your power to you know, bump that presentation up and get people pumped about it. You know, it's, and also is that, you know, if you have a good staff that knows the same thing that you know, like my flag guy, Steve Grant. One that, of the best in the business. That guy is a showman. Yeah. I mean, he, he, he does the on-track interviews with the guys, but he loves it. He loves talking to the crowd. He loves, you know, interacting with the crowd. And that's what, you know, a lot of, you know, some tracks don't do that. They're, they're stuck in the old ways of, hey, this is racing. We got to be serious. We got I understand that, but it, you gotta you gotta have fun with this because if you don't, your attitude is gonna reflect the crowd's attitude. Right. So if you're all stuck up, like, nope, we're, nope, nope, this is this, this is that, this is that, and it's like, uh, okay, well, all right, well, we'll just sit here and watch the regular race. But you know, <laughs> if you're like, hey, you know, prime, prime example, actually, this just reminded me, uh, we had uh, I think it was Chris Schroeder and Anthony Belfiore. They tied for third, and like shit. And this is before I had my my transponder system in, uh-huh. and I go shit. How the hell am I gonna figure this out? And my friend Bob Williams was like, hey, why not do a a five lap shootout <laughs> to see who gets third? I go, all right. So we run down there before the cars could even make it across the finish line for like just you know the 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 uh, lap to get off the track. I walked to him and say, hey. You two want to do a five-lap shootout? They were pumped. We treated it like street outlaws. I was going to say, I've never co- heard of that. I've yeah. never seen that happen before. No, we, we flip the coin. Who wants inside? Who wants outside? You get five laps. And I uh, I think Belfiore won it because uh, Schroeder drove, drove in a little hot and got loose. But I mean, the, the crowd loved it yeah. because it was something different. Yeah, I've, I've, I've never seen that. No. Ever. In anything. Which yeah. is wild. Well, because now, now I have the transponder system. Now that kind of eliminates that. But... I mean, like the run with your brung show, we kind of, you know, we just kind of do whatever we want with that. But literally, yeah, (laughs) literally, yeah. But you know what though? It's a good show because no one's seen anything like that before. Well, when we went, I had never seen anything even remarkably close to that. There was what three rules? Yeah, Uh, you had to be a V eight engine. Yeah, had to to have a cage and had to be self starting. Yeah, so that was it. Yeah, so there was a loophole last year that we kind of clarified this year. So you have to move on your own through the pits and everything else because technically Johnny Burke, first year, you know, he was pushed out on the track and then fired up and moved. It's like, well, and that kind of defeats the purpose of it. So, But, yeah, it's pretty much three rules. You have to have all the safety equipment, has to start under its own power, and I forgot what the third rule is, but whatever. It needs a cage. <laughs> it needs a cage, a cage. yeah. That, which, that, well, usually all safety equipment is kind of – mandatory you know kind of self-explanatory but you know it does need a cage because you'd get some guy in there with an enduro or something yeah well yeah well that that was the thing is that you saw everything that's, from, what, that's what it was no enduros yeah no you enduro saw guys. everything from uh a street stock like a 305 street stock to a super modified oh yeah on the same racetrack would well, you, you watch this year's race uh no i think we we no 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 we went last year some guy showed up from michigan with a kalamazoo car like the, a billboard with, car? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Twelve and a half feet tall. I had to go. Now, I had to stop the race or stop practice. I have a I have a power wire that goes from the pits to the infield to power my lights. I had to stop the race and figure out if he was going to hit that wire or not. <laughs> I'm like, holy Before crap! He fucking rips it down. I know, and I'm like, the what track. the hell? And then after the race, Steve Dickey was up to goes, "Hey Ben, you know that guy had nitrous, right?" I'm like, "What? I'm I'm sorry, what? Excuse me. Yeah, what?" 
Yeah, he had nitrous in the car. He, I guess he, Steve was talking to the guy about it. He used it as a push to pass. But I guess that's just, that's what they do in Michigan. They they run nitrous on their cars. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> hey, I'm not complaining. Not in the rule book. Yeah. Not in the rule book. <laughs> you said <laughs> I could do whatever I want. Hey, so if there's any racers out there, I just gave you a hint. <laughs> <laughs> that's wild. Oh, that you know, honestly. It, it brings out a lot of people's ingenuity. Like yep. Jeremy Davis, he built a Frankenstein car. Yep. I, I literally don't know what that car was. It was. A, I don't know that he does either. Yeah, no. <laughs> it was like a pass mod with a late model and a... It was, it was like a late stock. model chassis cut in half with like a wing on yeah. it. And it was wild looking. It was wild. Hey, but he had like modified tires. Oh, on yeah. It. I mean, hey, he did good. He wound up third. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, wild. And uh, Bobby has actually said that stuff like that for, for, you know, a Jeremy Davis or a Bobby Timmons or something like that. That's fun for them. Mm-hmm. Like, cause you can literally, if, if you have the capabilities that they do fabrication wise, you can literally come up with anything, which oh, yeah. like, I guess that's fun for them. So the fact that you have a race for that, oh, yeah. some wild shit out. Well, you know, also too, is that it, 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 it creates the, the possibility of, Hey, let me, let's try something like this. See if this works on something. And then, Hey, maybe, you know, you, you, you figured out some weird ass chassis design and it works 10 times better than your old chassis. And you go, I think, <laughs> I, I, think I have a heads up on everybody. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah. yeah. It's like a free, uh, free test almost pretty much. Yeah. With yeah. a $3,000 to win prize. Right. That's pretty dope. <laughs> uh, so what, what lays on the horizon? What's, what's next for everything? Um, uh, well, I mean, pretty much we, like I said, we got, uh, we got, we got pass and act coming. Yep. I know. Uh, Grand I want, State? Yeah, yeah. Grand State will be there. And I'm thinking we're getting tri-track in there. Ooh. I want to see 900 horsepower modified around my track. Ooh. Please. Please? <laughs> <Pre-place? laughs> so I'm waiting to hear back from them. Um, I don't – honestly, I know Isma's super expensive, but, man, I – one guy actually did bring a big block super out there to practice, and that thing just sounded like hell. O- hell opened up. Yep. It, it was just it sounded awesome. So, so how does that work when you when you got a a lot of people don't know the the backside of things, but how does that work if you want Isma to show up to your racetrack? What's involved for Ben to have to make that happen? Well, usually I know like um, Tri Tracks a, a perfect example. Uh, you know, their ride height's very low. Yep. So, you know, how to get off my track, it's kind of like a, it's it's like going over a speed bump mm-hmm. just because you're, you're going over the bank. Uh, they want to make sure that, you know, their cars could do that. Uh, they want to make sure, like, their haulers could fit in there. Uh, they wanted to make sure the uh, tech area that, the, you know, the cars would make it through the tech area so they'd have their have their own because, obviously, Hudson's got the smallest pit area on the planet. Um, but you still get a, a, all the cars in there somehow. Pack them. Just, just <laughs> yeah. Packing them in there. Um, so, you know, it's it's just kind of like they just want to see if they have to do further prep than they have to. Uh, but, you know, like I said, try check went there one day when we had our regular modifieds there. And they're very similar yep. to what theirs are. And uh, they're like, oh, yeah, no, this, this should be fine with us. And then I know Isma um they're you know obviously they're you know they're big block super so the valve cover is almost on the ground right so they were concerned that they weren't going to be able to get over off the track yep. with it so that's kind of like one of their one of their main concerns and uh pretty much you know if these guys have these giant haulers if you know if 30 of them show up am i going to have the room to store them yeah, which i do them? so 
Uh, so uh, on the back end of things, though, and you don't have to get into any specific numbers or anything, but how does it work? Like, do you, do you have to pay the purse or do you have to pay just them for them to show up? Or how does that work so on the, the business side of things? It depends. Usually sometimes you get you get, uh, they'll charge you a flat rate yep. of X, Y, and Z. Or sometimes they'll charge you per car. So I know a, a lot of divisions, they go per car. And then like if, okay, we, we, like we are guaranteeing you 30 cars. Okay. So you'll pay for thirty. You know, you know, if if it's under thirty, you deduct X amount per okay. car, and then if it's over a certain amount, you only have to pay the top amount of you know thirty or thirty-five or whatever, whatever they're yep. promising. So yep. interesting. Okay. Uh, so so is is the purse then paid off of like ticket sales or something like that? Yeah. Usually, they, they how, how I or? base it on is um, what was it um. Because this is the stuff that's interesting to me, the business aspect. So usually how I do it is that if the back gate pays for the touring group mm-hmm. and everything else, the top gate is just pure profit. Yep. Sometimes, like, for, like, I know if TriTrack shows up, that's definitely not going to be the case because I honestly don't have the room. Yep. Uh, so I'm going to have to just rely on the front, you know, they're going to bring a, a boatload of people through the front gate and there's going to be a boatload of people to the back. Both of those will pay for the purse. And my, you know, how I'm going to make my money for the day is off my food and beer for next year, obviously. Yep. And, you know, in, in merchandise and stuff like that. Interesting. Yeah. I like that. Any other questions, Bradley? Brad, no, Brad's try- over there trying to fucking not yeah, fall he, down I'm trying to laptop. I'm trying to be able to breathe through my nose again. <laughs> my right nostril could not be more clogged. Did you watch the fight last night, Ben? No, I didn't. You didn't mess much. No, I I went to bed early. Remember, old oh, guy. Oh, that's right. That's Those right. Are... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tyson Tyson allegedly drawed. Yeah. Even though he won, he for beat sure. the shit out of. Yeah. What's his name? Roy there? Jones. I don't know if Roy Jones threw a punch that landed. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. They, they just hugged every time. I I looked up at the TV. Yeah, I I saw like a couple of things on Facebook saying that you know Tyson landed most of his stuff more than uh, Junior. He was did, still so. hitting really fucking hard they were basically like, slow dancing if tyson wasn't punching roy jones in the face yeah. <laughs> that was literally what the fight was yeah it was kind of awful to watch but it was fine because i was hammered and it was so quick too it was only two minute rounds so it was just like boom 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 oh boom, really boom, and then the fight was just i'll over. fucking You're show like, you a two oh. minute round <laughs> two minutes no oh my god uh do we have any housekeeping here two, two pumps um really weapons or grinds my yeah, gears do you have a weapon of the week ben <laughs> Do you have any, any grinds or gears? Nate Robinson. <laughs> guy that fucking got knocked the fuck out by Jake Paul. I oh I hate Jake Paul. I hate all the YouTubers. I do have I had an extensive amount of notes here. Um but yeah, hold on. Let me see. Grind grinds my gears. Oh yeah, I don't I don't know why I had this in my notes, but uh uh I saw it on Twitter. There was an Austrian town that used to be named Fucking, and they're changing <laughs> it to Fugging. What? And that grinds my why? gears. No, that's bullshit. <laughs> I know. Why why? Yeah, it's like, yeah. Know, who you, cares? You take a right and just head towards fucking. Excuse, <laughs> excuse me? What, what'd you say to me? Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> my weapon of the week, also. Well, both of these are now presented by the graphics scoop because I forgot what we did for this. Um, oh, yeah. But weapon of the week, companies who give out paper straws that are wrapped in plastic. Oh, what the fuck yeah, is that? You go from yeah. a plastic straw wrapped in paper to a paper straw wrapped in plastic. Yep. What? Yep. <sighs> How's that better? Uh, Tell me how that's better. There isn't. There, there is no. I'm trying to trust me. You know, I got a headache from just thinking about. Oh, that. me too. Oh, yeah, from thinking about that too. Oh, just in general. Yeah, yeah it wasn't yeah. the 17 Apple teenies that I was handed on the way out the door last night. No, no, it was 
That was a lot. That was needed. We we sit down. So I get there and I, I brought a 12 pack of Bud Light, whatever. I'm like, oh, I'll have like a nice easy night. 12 beers. That's fine. Well, then Charlie shows up and Steve, the graphics coupe, goes, here's a full bottle of Pink Whitney. You guys can have it if you finish it. Well, we're not, not going to do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you so go. I had, you pussy? I had, what are you doing? Yeah, I had six beers in like 45 minutes and then we start just cracking open the Pink Whitney. So now we're just drinking that shit straight and yeah, then we, we went back that. to beer. And then we someone sp- opened up Apple Teeny test tube shots and those, we had at least six or seven of those. A beat, yeah. So my headache is. You is know, a lot you, you got to remember warranty. too. Is that whenever you think you're going to quit, you just got to remember, God hates a coward. Exactly. And I, you don't quit. Because well, yeah. God will hate you if yeah. you quit. Yeah, no, I, I, me and God, we're good buddies. <laughs> <laughs> might have saw him a couple times. We hang out all the time. Yeah, yeah. The most, best, most Saturday nights. Best of friends. Sometimes yeah. Sunday mornings. <laughs> yeah. there, there is that occasional, like, is anybody there? Like, because I am not well right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, no, legitimately. Like, like a, a quick convo would be cool. Like, part of, like, part, know, of, right? part of the show about halfway through, I was sitting there and like all of a sudden it, I felt the urge to throw up and I I was literally like looking around like fuck uh, <laughs> that's gonna be weird when i throw my headset against the wall and start running <laughs> I, I love, I love <laughs> like i'm on the way to fucking math class and no, arms back naruto style <laughs> <laughs> i love the moments when you're like in a conversation like this and then all of a sudden like say you two start talking and then i remove myself for a second and then all of a sudden you like kind of just glaze over and black out for a second yeah. and you're still sitting up you're like oh i am not well <laughs> no i am not doing good the yeah. beer is coming back for a second round <laughs> hey buddy oh. you think we were done oh we had we had a uh, fucking a thousand probably fucking um deviled eggs uh oh, we yeah. had oh, god how's that how do you like even how do you even keep that down i don't know how i'm not 300 pounds i really don't no yeah. no not to mention that we had poutine for fucking lunch, lunch. yesterday yeah like just God, Target. God, some dude was parked in front of Target. I don't know. I don't understand what happened yesterday. It was bizarre. That was funny as shit. I come down and Brad's like, "Hey, do you want to give me a ride over to?" Because you had the your four wheeler trailer hooked up still. He's like, "Hey, do you want to just uh, buzz me over to the plate against sports real quick? We'll get some ping pong balls for the drawing that we're gonna do uh, later later today, actually." Um, and I was like, "Yeah, whatever." And from there. From there, we get to – this is one of the most bizarre marketing slash business models I've ever seen where uh, we get to play it against sports, and we, we just want ping pong balls. That's all it is, Yeah, just pretty pretty standard, right? Well, they were selling boxes of ping pong balls, and they were like $6 a box. And we're like, fuck, we need like 30 of these things. And I'm like, that seems kind of aggressive for just ping pong balls. And Brad's like, oh, no, look, there's like a – like the, you know the, the, the buckets that like cheese balls come in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. have one of those. Just full of ping pong, and they were all new ping pong balls for twenty five cents a piece. And I was like, okay. well, I'm, "I'm not no fucking gynecologist or nothing." But like, yeah, we broke out the calculator. You know, <laughs> it was we seven dollars. Yeah, we weren't. Like, we weren't. Why? Good. What? What just happened? We're not good at math, <laughs> for sure. So, so we went the seven dollar route, and then uh, <laughs> from there, I was like, "Hey, you want to get some some food afterwards?" He's like, "Yeah, sure." Oh, okay, Chris and Smitty are gonna get uh, uh, poutine. I was like, "Do you want to go?" He's like, "Yeah, sure." Well, there was literally a, a a poutine truck. Actually, I guess it's the same guy that used to go to Beechridge. Just you guys have poutine trucks here? Yeah, apparently they're oh fantastic. God, I need to move to Maine. They're I learned fantastic. that. I learned Screw that. Screw New Hampshire. <laughs> Shit. And uh, they it was just literally on the sidewalk to Target. Yeah, I don't I don't fry. I've been very open. I don't really like fries. I'm not gonna. He's you know, a not like, fries kind of. Yeah, guy. I'm, a, I'm a not fries kind of guy. People are like, oh, you're gonna get a burger and fries. It's like, oh, okay, what can I get other than fries? Well, you seem to and, like my chili cheese fries. Oh, the track. fucking love them! My God, love them. Yeah. So, but <laughs> let me finish. I'll have two helpings. <laughs> so, if 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 we're talking fries, 
I'm out. If we're talking fries covered in fucking cheese and a bunch of other stuff, bacon and stuff, oh, I'm all in. Salt. Couldn't be more in. Yeah. Yeah, you put anything <laughs> in bacon and cheese and I'm fucking, I'm eating it. <laughs> well, maybe not everything. Right. Well. Yeah, no, yeah well, probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think of, now I think about it, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, weekend coming up for us, big weekend. We, oh, yeah. We go on a, we go on a, a bird on Thursday and we're going to, we're going to sail with the stork or whatever down to... I don't uh, know what the fuck you just to said. Florida. <laughs> Where the hell are you going to Florida for? We're, we're going to the Derby. Oh, you sons of... <laughs> you want to come? I, I would, trust me, but I I got so much shit going on. Right, so it sounds like you're coming. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you at 7.30 at the Portland Airport. I know it's really convenient for you. Yeah. <laughs> right down the yeah, road. If you, if you want to come, you should buy your ticket now. <sighs> I think there's still a seats weekend. open. No. Ben, don't be a cunt. I don't know if there's seats open. <laughs> <laughs> uh, trust me, I told... You can bring your lady friend. Tell her I said it was okay. She's got a broken foot. Perfect. That, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, we'll, we'll buzz her around. <laughs> yeah. no, no, that means I can literally pack my bags and run out the door and she can't chase me. Ooh, oh, shit. shit. Okay, we'll cut so, all that out. <laughs> <laughs> so why aren't you coming? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, trust me. I could. Yeah, I, I wish I could, guys, but I, I really can't, unfortunately. Can't or won't? I, I can't. I got I got a bunch of sh- I got a bunch of stuff going on. I got literally. I'm trying to chase down, chase down tenants that owe me thousands of dollars. And, oh yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like I said, this. Let me go break their legs. Yeah. Or you break, no, break their fucking foot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh right. Yeah. <laughs> no, but no, like I said, I I, I love to go, but <sighs> that does sound way lamer than the racetrack part. It it, it, it is. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Trust me. Uh, so yeah. I I had some some housekeeping that that we need. So. We're, we have obviously the Black Flag Patreon. Um, shout out to all the Black Flag pals. I think Tyler King was the only addition from last week, potentially. Um, uh, I, I think there was another one. Was there? I, yeah. I didn't even look it up um, yeah. before we started recording because I woke up like basically, you know, five seconds before I clicked record. But um, we're doing a snowball derby race pool today that's already filled. We have two of them, um, and then we're also going to do a big giveaway for all the Black Flag pals. So if you haven't gotten a chance to subscribe on Patreon and you want to, or you know you've wanted to i guess um now would be the time to do it we're gonna do um we're gonna pull 30 30 number or names i guess out of the hat and whatever number or i mean wherever i guess we're gonna pull numbers out of a hat something we're, we haven't really figured it all out yet but whatever number that you get is your starting spot and it's free for everyone that's already subscribed on patreon obviously patreon's not free so i guess it's not free but you get it um <laughs> we're gonna do a big giveaway like i have richard petty autograph fucking pepsi bottle from like way back in the day there's you know pfp merch there's other autograph stuff die casts fucking a bunch of bunch of shit but um yeah so there'll be one winner for that and we'll do that probably tuesday or wednesday i assume um and then also uh oh i have to give a shout out to elaine goodrow and peggy timmons because they both invited me to their thanksgivings (laughs) 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 yeah i had that in my notes for sure um yeah i mentioned on the show that i got disinvited from my family's thanksgiving um didn't lose any sleep over it i'm not a big thanksgiving guy and uh yeah they both reached out to me inviting me to their family thanksgiving so uh, i definitely appreciate that (laughs) i had to work unfortunately so yeah Yeah, i think we're both supposed to go to the goodrow house yes yeah Yeah. well uh, that didn't happen i i I wasn't aware that i was invited and then i was told 1 p.m and i'm like okay (laughs) (laughs) what's your favorite Um, holiday ben that's a good question um honestly i like halloween Ooh, yep yeah halloween's gotta be my favorite and for just because I, I don't know, I like the costumes and all that stuff. Yeah, I just yeah. love sluts. Yeah, even believe it or not, really I want to say that. But if my girlfriend's listening, I will never. Hit I'll say it for you. I hate Ben and I love sluts. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate social media. Like it's a it's a weekly occurrence. I'm like I want to delete all this shit. I 
Instagram and I are good friends, and Halloween on Instagram is damn near undefeated. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I would say Halloween and St. Patrick's Day. Those are those are my two. Yeah. With a, a honorable mention to uh, 4th of July. Yeah. Yeah, 4th of July is fun. To me, I fucking hate all holidays. Yeah. I work every single Christmas, holiday. Christmas, throw it in the garbage. Yeah, I, I like Christmas. Christmas is a joke. I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. Christmas. New Year's, meh, whatever. Another day, but big christmas like I, said, I, I go to sleep early on, on new year's my like, oh, is 2021 yet uh, or 2020 yeah okay yeah, I, sweet this whatever. is not this i mean i feel like yeah new year's this is, is gonna go one of two ways this new year's it's either everybody's gonna go to bed and be like is it over yet <laughs> <laughs> or is it gonna be like a celebration of that finally this year is fucking over yeah probably no, no, like you said it's probably half and half yeah <laughs> it really is gonna be like the roaring 20s once everything gets back to normal yeah. are you shitting me the oh, amount yeah. of people like there's gonna be ragers oh yeah you know until the fucking cows come home Give me, I'm honestly, I don't know how good the 2021 season is going to be because I'm pretty sure it's going to be shit faced 90 percent of the time just because 2020 is over. Yeah, Yeah. it's it's been awful. 2020 has been probably the worst thing that's ever happened to me in my life. (laughs) Seriously, if I if 2020 was a person, I'd smack him in the face and just beg, go lay down and die. Did this uh, alleged COVID thing fuck you guys up at Hudson? (sighs) Oh yeah, big yeah. So what 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 are the hoops and fucking bullshit that you had to go through because of that? So, uh, believe it or not, um, they weren't going to allow us o- to open at all. At all. At Oof. all. No. And uh, uh, believe it's a good me, way to make money. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I know, right? And then, the, you know, <laughs> I, I, I could go on a complete. But they still probably sent you your tax bill, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Trust me. My taxes have been going down at all those fucking yeah. pricks. Can't open for business, but we're still going to need your money. Yeah, exactly. Counts. So, I mean, first two months, I couldn't even open. Yeah. And then the governor decided to say, okay, yeah, you know, racetracks, you can open up at 50%, da-da-da-da-da, and which to every other track, that was fine. But I was still building my bleachers. Yeah. I only had, I was only seated, I was only able to seat 500 people. So half of that, 250 people, I can only have 250 people at my racetrack. I might as well not even open the doors. Right. You're but, probably, you're just losing money at that point. But I talked to the town. I said, hey, look, I'm you know, with the way I have everything set up, I'm going to have around 1,500, 2,000 seats. So if anything, I'll cut it in a third of that. So it would be like around, what, like 500, 600 people. Yeah. So it would be like around my regular number. So first, you know, obviously. Yeah, loopholes. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so um, everything, you know, we were able to open up. And then, you know, the whole mask thing was like you could wear it. I, I, <laughs> if you could hear the disgust in my voice, yeah. then you know how bad this was. Um you know, you could wear, you had to wear the mask in line, and then when you walked in, and then when you walked in, you didn't need to wear it anymore. Right. Cause Tell you, me how, you know, COVID well, is. You can't you know, catch COVID out of line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't right. get, you know, once, once you go past the fence, COVID will just, it just gives up. Yeah. And then, you know, that lasted for a little bit. And then they're saying, okay, well, everyone has to wear a mask full time, which I thought I was going to have a full blown riot on my hands with the drivers. The, the, the fans really didn't care. It's the, the drivers because they, you know, they were. I'm a full-blooded American. Yeah. I don't need to wear a mask. And it's like, look, buddy, I don't want to wear it either. I, I, I feel like the, the typical race car driver is very right-wing. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, in, in general, generally speaking. Oh, yeah. I'm like, look, I don't want to wear the mask either. But do you want to race or not? Like, yeah. right now, because honestly. Just walk around with their helmet on all day. <laughs> <laughs> hey, technically, it works. But no, and then they kind of like, okay, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll just we'll put our pride aside and we'll just, you know, yeah. wear it and then. And, and, and I'm just glad that the season was over and they didn't add because right after the season ended, then they added more stipulations and more stipulations and more stipulations. Like, oh, thank yeah. God it's over. <laughs> that, you know what? For the whole grinds my gears thing, I, I do have one thing. <laughs> I do. 
To the person that called the state on me Oof. for having my banquet. Excuse me? Yeah. Someone called the state like on recently? me. Like recently? Yes. Because fr- I had it Saturday. They, someone called on Friday. Where was the it. banquet? It was at the Alpine Grove. But here's the thing. Is that a restaurant or something? Or it, it's, it? it's a dining hall. So have they, it, have the, they been open for business yes, to eat? They've been at, they've been open business the whole time. And so what's, I, what's well, the well, diff- that's just it. <laughs> that's just it. I don't get it either because you can't catch COVID and you eat. But if no. you have a banquet, oh my god, oh yeah, the nest is coming towards you. Oh yeah, well yeah. that's just it because the the state called me and said, well you know we heard that you're having a banquet. We've got an anonymous call. Da, da, da. I'm like, oh you gotta be kidding me. So I'm like I'm like yeah we are having the banquet. We're treating this like a restaurant. It's pretty much you wear a mask the entire time unless you're sitting down at your table eating and you got it, you know, and then you get up, you put your mask on, or if you want to take a picture next to the Hudson billboard sign, you don't want your mask on, you're standing in one location, take the mask off, take a picture, put it back on. Oh, okay, yeah, you're totally fine then. It's like so, What the hell? So So it, out of curiosity, did they actually ever check on any of the things that they, you told them? Because I know that you did these things. Oh, oh trust me. I, I, <laughs> but did they ever actually check? I don't know if they did or not. But like you a know, secret though, informant at your banquet. They might Because there's nothing else better to I do. I know, right? Let, let, let's rat out the businesses <laughs> just to you know, go back to yeah. Soviet Russia. Yeah, fuck uh, you for making money. Yeah. <laughs> what were you thinking? <laughs> How dare you? You do not make money in Soviet New, New Hampshire. USSR. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, to to that asshole. Nice try. <laughs> hey, don't be a cunt. <laughs> like Bobby says, it's free to not be a cunt. Yep. <laughs> that is oh that is God. something Bobby says. Yep. It, it, the, actually, there's a different variation, but you get it. <laughs> well, where is that son of a bitch anyway? I haven't uh, seen him forever. He lives like 35 minutes from here. And that's oh, too know. far. Yeah. Tell him the week. To be what fair, we, we didn't really know that this was happening until yesterday. Oh, all so. right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yep. goddamn Timmons. <laughs> any other housekeeping? Oh, I think I think if I can got all of it. Is that it? Do you have any questions, I, I, Bradley? No, I, I I think we covered all of it. Charlie Charlie likes to answer, ask a question, and then just roll right through every question that I had in my own my own head. So I'm like, oh, that's perfect. Well, no, it's good. It's called telepathy. Well, especially today because I was just sitting here, you know, basically napping the whole time. I like would lean back and like I could feel that my soul was still in front of me. (laughs) 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 It was a bit of an issue. (laughs) I was seasick and I'm not up to sea. (laughs) Well, uh, I think it it goes without saying too that you've been a big supporter of the show uh, since relatively to the beginning so we appreciate everything that you do for us uh you know we, we want to promote the shit out of this uh cool little racy joint as sean foster would say uh that is hudson speedway that is um, something sean would say yeah racy joint. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh again I, I say it all the time uh no matter no matter what though if you've never been to hudson you gotta go you've never been to claremont you gotta go just to say that you've been at least uh claremont's a fucked up weird little place hudson also kind of a fucked up weird little place but it's it's great in its own right uh they all have incredible character everybody there that works there is phenomenal i think last last couple times we've been there we fucking just hang out with you and the 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 grounds crew or whatever for like an hour after the races oh yeah like i said you know honestly at the end of the race it's just we all just sit there and chill out you know some of the guys will smoke weed i really don't care but uh (laughs) You know, it's like a, it's like just a giant happy family, yeah. and they love you know they love sitting there. But and they that, lo- that's not something that you would do with any no. other racetrack, really. No. Like it, it, even at Beechridge, really. I mean, we'll hang out with each other, but you're not hanging out with the the staff of the track no. and all that, and even able to say, hey, thanks for just showing up and putting on a show for us today. Oh yeah, yeah exactly. It was cool. Like the first time that we showed up, the the 
I mean, no one really knew who we were at the at the front gate or whatever. And then every time we showed up after that, the ticket lady, I don't know oh, her BFP, name, whatever. right? Yeah, she was like, "Oh, you guys are the podcast guys. Yeah, yeah, you guys are good." And like, would you know, give yeah. us fucking bracelets and let's go. And like, yeah. Wow, she like recognized us. Kind of was like personable. Whereas yeah. you know, that great customer service. Oh, yes, yeah. Yeah. that's what we <laughs> five out of five for. stars. Yeah, Slade. Yeah. Which I still don't get. How the hell all these other tracks don't let you guys in? I mean, it's advertising. That makes three of us. Hello, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna cut that and put that at the beginning of every show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm gonna get a phone calls. You fucking asshole! What are you? <laughs> yeah, fuck them. Hey, whatever. You know, it's yeah. fucking if they can't take a joke. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so episode we, 92. Yeah. Are we done, Bradley? Yeah. Can you think of a 92? Think of what? Like a, a number 92, like a, a human. Oh God! Don't you have one at your track? Oh, you really, you gotta put me on the spot like this. I got a handful. I can see it, but I don't know who it is. I got a handful. What do you got? Colby Meserve. Oh shit! Anthony yeah. Nocella, Tony Nocola. Oh yeah, and, and Tony Nocola. from uh, Jennerstown, Jared Barkley. I don't know why that was the first one that I thought of. You, I'm gonna give you a picture of his car because his car is fucking sweet. Yeah, big fan. Shit, now I'm thinking. Now I Whatever see. It, I, right. I, I, really I see the goddamn cars. I can't think of who the hell is driving. Tony Nocola. <laughs> Oh, God, you guys suck. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> we know. We just, know. Just yeah. ask anybody. Yeah. Yeah. We, we know. Oh, God. You know, I, you know I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to catch shit for this as soon oh, as yeah. this is over. Oh, it's every week for us. If we if we miss, like, one person, we get fucking oh, yelled at. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah. I, I, I have the worst memory of all time. Yeah. So I, I don't even remember my number half the time. Yeah. Like, hey, I people. forgot my number. I just put X on the car now. Yeah, what was that about? <laughs> so, a, so X Because that's at, not a number. So X was actually my dad's old racing number. No, it's a, it was his old racing letter. <laughs> letter number. You know, fuck you, Charlie. <laughs> Adam Lovejoy did the same. That like that's just it's not a it's not no, a see, number. I, no, see, I did it because how do you put that on the scoreboard? Ten. Yeah, pretty much. But see, the only the only just reason put why, a ten on it. <laughs> no, because no, the, every time I had a actual number, I felt like it was cursed. Seventy five. It took that was like. Didn't a bunch you of, take the wall down at Lee in the X? No, I didn't. No, no, no. That was um, no, that was me. Yeah. <laughs> no, you did. It, but, you, but you it wasn't so my hard, fault. Okay, it wasn't my fault. All right, no, convenient. Mean, no, no. The guy in front of me lost his freaking muffler. I ran over with my right front tire, and guess what? The wall was right there. And you know, I crashed right in front of my girlfriend too. Which she was, was she, like, "Oh my god!" Then she ran over and she saw me throwing my helmet. She's like, "Okay, he's fine." <laughs> was she impressed? Yeah, she's like, "Wow." What, you're, what are her thoughts on this whole racing thing? She wants a race car now, and oh, yeah. so she's one of those, huh? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the only problem is she she drives really aggressively on the street. Like I'm talking, like to the point of where she's gonna go to jail. And uh, I'm like, honey, if What's I that like, I'm like, honey, if I put you behind the wheel of a car, you're gonna kill somebody. Heck and hippo. Yeah, heck and hippo. Let's get her a hippo. <laughs> you know, are you guys gonna send me the rules for that? Or what? Yeah, actually, honestly, so uh, working with Chris Smith a little bit on this, we do. We're like a couple things away from just giving that to you and just seeing what you say because honestly i, I a lot of my enduro guys yeah they have weird shit like that just stored away buddy wilkins is a, is a prime example that yep. guy has every car known to man and if i put that out there you will have he will bring a minivan yeah I, I couldn't know less about what's going on with this minivan deal because charlie said it at the track one time and here we are this is, <laughs> this, is, this, is this is as much as i've been informed and i'm completely fine with that you know yeah, so i 
I thought I said the t- the, the rule book that one time. Nope. No, never once. Oh, I just I just Oops. thought that it was a, it was a joke, and then you bring it up every once in a while. Like you're, I'm like he's pretty serious about me? this. <laughs> if, if if I don't see 50, why there couldn't be a bunch of them. If 15 minivans roll out on my track, I'm gonna get more publicity than I know what the hell to do with. Because guess what? We're racing minivans, baby. And oh, yeah. the Black Flag podcast. That's a, yeah. Hippos. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Yeah. I mean, come on. Hell, who knows? That might be a new weekly division. You just don't know. Come on. I'm I'm all in. I'm all in. Me too. Yeah, I'll be I'll be the drunk uncle and then, that's fucking hanging out in the back. But uh, Bradley and I need to be part of the uh, announcing slash flagging slash whatever. Though that's fine. Oh, uh, I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. If you ever notice, I'm very easy going with my track. No, you can you can have like beverages. Well, before. my my problem is I don't know how to talk without swearing, so that's, that's gonna be fine. an issue. That's like the point. We, we'll stick just, you on the flag. Just don't say cunt. <laughs> don't call someone a fucking cunt. No, you can do that, just not on the microphone. Oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah, just make sure you yeah. just flip it off. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and maybe not at you work. Just say it to yeah. them, just not yeah. on the microphone. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Mm. If you can do that, you'd be fine. Yeah. Should be all right. Well, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I think we got this. How How would you think the fans would feel about us just randomly acapelling O Canada? Because uh, apparently we tend to do that a lot. We did that like three times last night. You, and, and by the way crushed it yeah <laughs> yeah for sure you know what honestly we also did tomorrow by chris young I, i'm willing tomorrow. to <laughs> tomorrow oh jesus christ i'm gonna leave here i'm gonna let you go and walk away like every day i said i would Nailed Into... it. You gotta be so what were you talking about yeah, what? <laughs> what about oh a hippo what, a minivan <laughs> if you guys bust out oh, okay. singing oh canada i'm pretty sure half my fans will probably be singing it with you oh hell yeah um, I thought you were saying they were going to leave. No, 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 they'll be singing it with you. I hope so. We're going to be doing it at the beginning of every single race for no reason. Wait, oh, can, can we just have one Canadian person show up? Well, that's what that's Sorry. what ha- you know. Have you ever told you the story about how Hudson came international? I feel like you're about to. I'm, oh. I'm, I'm going to. Oh, this is a good story. Yes, I'm in. So um, I was talking to um, uh, what was, what the hell? who's the announcer at uh, Lee? Uh, not John Espinette. It's. Um, Wow, oh. I just I just had a John John Spence, could be yeah yeah John, yeah John Spence. Uh, he's been an announcer in the you know New Hampshire area forever, and uh, I never knew where the hell the international came from. I thought it was just a, a spoof thing or whatever. Uh, come to find out that a Canadian driver drove by the track, said that was cool, and drove away. Hence, it became international. <laughs> <What> the- <laughs> I'm like, what the Sick. hell? I'm like, are you serious? Well, if you have Isma there, then yeah. there you go. Yeah, yeah, that get, that legit of it or whatever yeah so i'm like okay i still like it because it sounds cool oh yeah that can't change no that no, can't change no, no. <laughs> but i'm like uh, i always did wonder why hudson international speedway yeah super race drive. yeah it was because like i said it was a, a canadian driver drove by and said oh that was a cool little track i wouldn't mind trying it he never did and just that was it so and he then, never even raced yeah, and, well because john spence had a radio show or, or a friend of his had a radio show and then they started calling oh, hudson international speed yeah what the hell it's like a terrible idea <laughs> It's a terrible People idea. would probably hate it. Yeah. They probably wouldn't like what we had to say. Yeah. Fuck them. Right in the <laughs> mouth. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> yeah. So now are we done? Bye. Yeah. I think so. Sure. Positive. Yeah. yeah. Do you have any questions for us? Do you have any more questions for me? No. 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 Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So this has been episode 92. Uh, as always, I'm Charlie Sanborn at C Sanborn III. You are Bradley at BSauce96. Together we are at Black Flag Pod on all things social media. Uh, if you haven't yet, head on over to the Patreon app like Brad was talking about. Exclusive content, merch discounts, and uh, some a pretty solid giveaway going away uh, here in a little bit. So um, also get in on that race pool. 
And how do people find you, Ben? Uh, HudsonSpeedwayNH.com. Yep. And uh, then we have all of our Facebook stuff on Hudson Speedway, the original Hudson Speedway. Uh, and then our phone number, which I can't remember off the top of my head, but it's on the Facebook 603 page. 603-something. Yeah, 603- <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. Actually, you know what I'll do is uh, if you guys are doing giveaways for your stuff, I'll give someone a free season pass to Hudson Speedway. Oh, sh- oh shit. Damn. Grandstand passes, not not pit passes. That's fine. Grandstand. That's, all right. Perfect. Sold. All right. Uh, so now enjoy uh, the whole chance. That's even more. That's even more reason to subscribe on Patreon. Oh my god, yeah. that's that's huge. That's huge. That's big. Huge. Huge. <laughs> all right. Uh, so now enjoy uh, this uh, race car noises that we do now. Race car. Race car. Here we go. Race car. Race car.